Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. This is episode number 66 on December 28th. We have a couple episodes today, the last of 2023. And I am here with a wonderful guest uh, who had a chance to uh, chat with a little bit at Midwest last week. And we said, hey, let's record a podcast episode. So welcome, Miss Heather Nieto uh, from Indiana. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, hope you're enjoying your break. Are you having a great break so far? I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. And uh, so how was uh, Midwest for you? Uh, so it was a little different than normal. I had a really good time. And um, I always love to see people that I don't get to see very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also did the um, conducting clinic with Larry Livingston and Carl St. Clair. And uh, that was super fun and exciting. So So had you, did you have to apply for that or are you invited to do that? How does that work? Um, well, a little bit of both. Uh, Larry had reached out and asked if, um, I would, um, sign up to do that. So I did. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Nice. Well, so you signed up and, uh, tell us what the experience was like for you. Um, it, it was, it was really good. It's the first time that they've done it. Um, it's, you know, a little different than um, the Bob Reynolds uh, conducting thing that they do at Midwest. Um, and it is specifically geared towards um, orchestra directors who are in a school setting. So there was a lot of, um, they had us come up and they had us play, or excuse me, they had us conduct. They just kind of work with you a little bit on the podium and in front of the audience? Yeah, it's only about 15 minutes, I would say. Okay, um, do they have multiple and... people come up? Yeah, there were, yeah. I think, five of us total. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So we went up and we conducted and then they, they give us some real time feedback on the podium, which is, is really nice. Yeah. Um, and then they gave a lot of on the side feedback as well after we were off the podium, which was kind of cool. Cause as they were kind of mulling over things and other conductors would get up there, they would kind of get an idea of, you know, Oh, I should have said this. And then they you know, <laughs> pop over and, yeah. and say something, but it was just a really great experience to be able to work with, you know, such legends, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then I know over the summer you did uh, some conducting like training or a workshop or what, tell us about what you did over the summer. 
So Jeffrey Meyer and Gary Lewis, this was at um, University of Boulder in Colorado. Mm. Um, and it it was incredible. It was first time I had done a conducting symposium like that. Um, and I went with my friend Tom Chen. So that's always fun um, to not have to <laughs> go it alone. Yeah. Um, but it was that was that was that was incredible. I, I had never experienced anything like that before. And I was very nervous going into it, not having done it before. Mm -hmm. And um, wasn't sure what to expect and what, um, like how the other conductors, you know, would would react to each other. But um, Gary Lewis at the end ended up saying that was one of the like tightest knit group of people that he had nice. worked with before. Yeah, it, we just all gelled very, very well. And everyone was so supportive of each other on the podium. And I think I've made some lifelong friends from that, which is great. Yeah, you know, sometimes you go through those experiences just like, yeah, we're... I'll always be friends with you. <laughs> right. I think it's kind of <laughs> like how we met at Michigan. We were at the Michigan yeah. uh, String Teachers Workshop. Uh, now it's two summers ago. And right. uh, yeah, and we just had a blast, like just talking and eating together and and um, getting to know everybody that, at that workshop was really cool. I met several people who I've definitely stayed in touch with. So you have those experiences and um, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, how do you know Charles? And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've known him forever. <laughs> I know. Right. Well, that's 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 a good thing. So uh, yeah. uh, our audience uh, might not know you and they need to get to know you because you're awesome. Um, tell us a, a little bit about like uh, where you grew up and when you went to school and your your career. Kind of just tell us your path. Sure. So I uh, grew up in a little town called Swayze, Indiana. Yeah, it's about 45 yeah. minutes north of Indianapolis. Um, very small school. Uh, very surprising that we even had an orchestra. Um, but I graduated there in 95 um, and ended up at Butler University and uh, got my um, bachelor's in music education. Uh, awesome. My first job was at Belzer Middle School in Lawrence Township, and I taught uh, middle school for 18 years. And yes. I kind of always joked with my friends that I would, they would take me out on a stretcher because like I would never <laughs> retire. I would just, I loved it. And yeah. I loved middle school. Um, I actually, when I, when I got that job, I thought to myself, oh, this is a great district and I'll use this, you know, kind of as a stepping stone to get into high school. Cause that's what I wanted to right. do. Um, but once I was there, my heart was just really, you know, invested in junior high. I love that age group. There's a, um, lot, there's a lot of people out there that think, um, you know, that high school is a step up when it's really not necessarily a step up in any way. It's just a, it's no. a different experience. Um, I love teaching middle school and uh, I consider that my, I think probably my specialty, honestly. But yeah. I love teaching yeah. high school and, and make, you know, it, it, for sure. But um, middle school is like, there were so many experiences. My heart just um, with those kids and, and shaping them. And, and then, and then those kids that you just have in middle school and seeing them go off and do all these amazing things, it's like, it means a lot. So yeah. Yeah. I, just I, watching I, them grow into adults. Right. Yeah. Or even come back, uh, come back when they're in high school and they were like the crazy kids, uh, they're just wacky and off, off the wall. And then they come back yeah. and they're all like soft spoken and mature. And, you know, the guys get shoulders and you're like, Hey, doctor. it's like, Whoa, what happened to you? You know, it's just, yeah. that's, that's the fun part of teaching middle school. I love I like high school, but 
I love how um, junior high kids, they just, they have no filter and you know exactly, <laughs> you know exactly what they're feeling at all times. They're just so genuine. And I love that. And I think yeah. they start to get into high school and they put up a little bit of that um, front and, you know, they yeah. start to kind of. I mean, I feel you like know. sometimes I have to like, uh, like scrape it out of my high school kids. Like, are you okay? Yes. Like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, no, you're not. I can see that you're not, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, yeah. That's, but middle school kids, they just they just show it right away. And it's yeah. 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 So I I, I absolutely loved that. And then um, this opportunity came up. Um, my very good friend, Zach Shiniak, was um, the head director here. And it's funny because he actually reached out to me and I told him no, like multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm happy where I am, happy where I am. Um, and they ended up, uh, you know, going ahead and, and doing interviews. And um, it just so happened that the person who interviewed ended up um, taking a job in Texas instead. And so he kind of reached out again. And with the um, pushing of a few of my friends, I finally was like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll at least like <laughs> interview and the thought. Yeah. what this is like, um, and then, so then I, I accepted, you know, they offered the position and I accepted. Well, I was on the phone with my, my friend, Zach, who was going to be the head director. They were hiring an assistant director that they had not had before. Right. So this mm -hmm. was a, okay. a new position. And as I'm on the phone with him, he, he'll probably kill me for, for telling this story, but as I'm on the phone with him, <laughs> he says, now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we'd like to offer you this position and he, we'd like to offer you the head position. And I was like, wait, what's happening? And he's like, well, they offered me a Dean position because he was getting he had been getting his admin license mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i was just sort of like oh my gosh there you go so it's, you're not, you don't even yeah. get to like step your way into it it's just like well and and that was like in. part of the whole thing right like yeah. coming out of junior high um you know i'm i'm so i was so wrapped up in like junior high rep and you know i with two kids at home i really was not performing a lot so i just felt like this is the perfect opportunity to be with a very good friend who ad I admire and I can kind of ease my way into mm -hmm. all of this. Right. Cause yeah. I knew he wanted to do admin at some point. I didn't think it was going to be that fast. Um, so <laughs> I, I just kind of had to jump, you know, both feet into the fire, so to speak. Um, but it's been, it's been wonderful. It's the best decision. And this is how many years at your current school? I'm in my third, third year. year. Awesome. Yeah. So you kind of yeah. got your way and it's going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's been it's been interesting. I've had to give myself some grace because um, you know, I I'm very hard on myself. It's just my personality. I think we all are. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. But I've had to kind of give myself some grace and remind myself that like, you know, we go to state quals every year. And, you know, I've only I have to remind myself I've only gone through that process twice, right? Yeah. So like you think about the full year and it's like, oh yeah, I've been teaching for an entire you know two years, but then it's like, right. But I've only done this one thing two, two, two times. Time. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's a different experience and yeah, you do. I mean, uh, and I think that goes for anybody. I mean, this is my 28th year teaching. I'm at my second year at my school and I'm still trying to figure it out, you know, at right. my new school. And uh, you figure out, you know, the parents, you figure out the admin and your colleagues and, and then your kids and their their values and their um, their habits and their you know all those things that that go into trying to figure out how to make it work. You know, I think I figured a lot out in a short time. Um, but I like you said, I, I'm hard on myself, so I'm not yeah. I'm not just gonna like sit back and go, okay, 
I have it. You know, I have to, I, I have a lot. I mean, like I'm still working on things even during break a little bit, trying not yep. to do too much, but um, right. uh, still, if I don't think about it at all and I go back to school on January 3rd and that's when everything gets crazy, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So it's going to, it's going to happen like real fast. So, okay. So yeah. now, um, you, you move, you, you moved to high school, you were at middle school for 17 years, you moved to high school. Um, tell us a, a little bit more about, um, uh, your, some of the leadership things you're doing for ASTA, for instance. Yeah, that's been, um, that's been fantastic. Um, so the getting into ASTA was, was, um, kind of a similar situation. I think, you know, I, I generally don't think of myself maybe in that, that capacity. Um, so I kind of took it not knowing a whole lot, but I, I just, I love it. I love um, working for our membership and and creating opportunities for their students and for them. Um, it's It's been really great. And we were actually, um, it's generally a two-year position. So it's two years president-elect, two years president, two years past president. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few years ago, we got kind of backwards with things. Um, someone actually left the state um, and got another position, which is wonderful. Um, but that one year was never quite um, like got back on on track. Mm-hmm. So with COVID and everything going through, because that was my my I had the first year president elect. So I I learned a lot, but that was like the first year. Right. Yeah. And then the second year was COVID. And so it was like, everything was very different. So coming into my first year as an actual president, I was sort of like, okay, <laughs> when you took this over, out. like such an easy time with COVID, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, no problem. Uh-huh. Um, oh man. But so I ended up, um, <laughs> the board discussed and we decided to, uh, stay on for one more year. So right. this is actually my third and final year um as president yeah and, and then, you, then yeah be, yeah and then you'll be done but uh it sounds like it went it, it's gone well and um yeah. you know you won't be done serving i mean obviously you got to do the past president role for uh two years and right. um and then hopefully uh you know you'll i'm sure that you'll get other opportunities you know uh with the national board or national you know national type things too so so once you yeah that's that, been kind of that's been kind of interesting to think about, right? You yeah. know, like in the last few months, I've been sort of like, what do I, what do I do now? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, the job is, the job is really what you make it. And I remember when I first came in and Keith Sokowski, who is our past president now was like, you know, I asked him, I was like time commitment and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, it really kind of runs itself. And he's like, but you can kind of make it what you want to make it. Yeah. And of course I've made it, <clears throat> I've tried to make it a lot for myself, you yeah. know, a lot yeah. of work for myself, but I love that. Right. Um, but now it's sort of like, as, as we're sort of digressing and, and coming out of that, I'm sort of like, okay, now what? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're going to mentor the new president and help them out. And, um, yeah, there's, there's so much to do still, you know, and there's, yeah. and, and maybe you, you like take some time for yourself, you know? What? What's that about? <laughs> what does that look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about your program, uh, your school, and and uh, where it was and where you are and where you want to see it to go. Um, so we, when we first started out, uh, we had four orchestras. We had um, two freshman orchestras, and then there was a middle orchestra. And two then freshman symphony. orchestras. Wow. Are those yes. smaller than the other classes or same yes. size? Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little difficult for me to speak to that totally just because that was kind of coming out of COVID, right? Yeah, so it's like right, right. obviously they're going to be a little small and you could you could tell um when they were split that first year, you could tell who the kids were that were primarily hybrid and virtual and then the kids who 
were at school. So it was very, you know, just, you could definitely you see their setup and you're like, you're virtual. <laughs> <laughs> I just know yeah. you were virtual. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it, it, yeah. And, and I think everybody's dealing with that, especially the high school folks now, because um, the middle school folks kind of have passed right. that. So, um, but yeah, right. I, I definitely see those deficiencies um, yeah. from different kids who, uh, took it seriously, uh, kept their cameras off and play video games while class was going, you know, you could, you could just kind of tell yeah. there's a, there's definitely those, um, variances. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we had this, um, the, out of the four, so two are freshmen and then we had a middle group and then we had the symphony group and, um, we kind of felt like the middle group was so big and the levels were so varied. You know, there were kids who really didn't know what they were doing. And then there were kids that were like almost ready for symphony, but not quite there yeah. yet. Um, so in my second year, we ended up splitting that. Okay. So uh, we did well, we have one freshman group now. And then we have a Philharmonic group, which is a little bit like a remediation class. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also for kids who we just wanted a, there to be a place where, yes, we're working on all the things. Yes, we're playing all the music. Um, but also like, this is not going to be their thing. Right. Yes, We understand that this is not your priority. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, and I, actually but you're not a freshman. Really, <laughs> I, right. 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 <laughs> I actually really love that class. It's one of my yeah. favorite classes. Yeah, they're smaller sure. and they're very responsive to things and they're very fun. Um, and then we have a serenata, which is our advanced string orchestra, which are kind of, is kind of like the precursor to symphony. Okay. So yeah. great. That's kind of where we are. Um, but yeah, it it uh it how was many, kind of it, sorry. How many students do you have total? What's the the big? It's number? like about one fifty, okay. I think, right yeah, now. That's 140. about where I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One fifty, one sixty yeah. is about where I am. Yeah. I think it'll grow, you know, sure. um, just because post COVID and whatnot. But um, but yeah, it's a, it's a comfortable place to be. Uh, it was it was interesting because you know I hadn't done state quals before, and so that very first year. So tell it, tell us about state quals because we don't have that yeah. necessarily in Georgia, and not everybody has it. So how does it work for you guys? You have like a district uh, assessment, and then you have state assessment, or tell us. Well, so you can choose to either go to uh, organization contest or you can go to state quals uh, with like your high school group and organization you're looking um, at and junior high does organization also. Okay. Um, there's not like a state thing for junior high. Mm -hmm. um, so there are, uh, let's see, three groups, four groups that you can go in. They all include sight reading, but in group four, you can choose to not sight read also. Um and for organization, that's kind of it, right? And there is a required list. So you have to choose X number of pieces from the required list. For state quals, um, you are choosing, um, you have two full orchestra pieces and a string orchestra piece. You are picking two pieces off of the um, group one okay. list. Uh, and you go to state quals. And then if you are in the top uh, eight, then you move on to state finals. Mm, okay. And state, from there, it's Top like, eight yeah. across the whole state. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in that first year, uh, I had felt like I had no idea what I was doing and um, ended up taking the kids to state finals for the first time in their like the history of their school. So that says a lot about you. Good job. <laughs> I, I I mean, I I I do try to give myself some credit. I'm not very good at that. Um, I also think that that was a good they were very set up for that um, by Zach Shaniak, who was the director before sure. me. So yeah. I think it was a combination of, of that and, and my, um, our associate director, Charles Coons. So, yeah. 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 Charlie's great. Yeah. yeah. He is great. He's awesome. Um, <laughs> well, wonderful. Uh, 
And then, uh, and so, where besides the growth, um, I mean, what are what are some of the like the really focused things that you've been that you've had to work on, or that you feel like your students need? Is it is it technical? Is it musical? Is it all of the above? What what are some of the the goals that you have? It's a little bit all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been I've tried to be very uh, intentional in picking literature and making sure that we are picking we are not over programming and we are picking things that the kids can really be successful on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I have I'm get on a little bit of a soapbox about that. But I just think that that's so important. And the kids get, you know, of course, we deal with like, you know, the freshmen and they're like, oh, we did this. We you know, played in this grade. before. My favorite played is this we before. played this before. And, I was and like, I'm like, well, great. So, but why can't play you better. play it now? <laughs> how, exactly. How, how did you play it before? You know, those right. are, yeah. And um, it's it's always the funny the funny thing is, you, you get the kids that they we played this before, or this is too easy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yet you're playing it really out of tune, and you know, right. Yeah. Right. So that's been that's been <laughs> a real a real focus. You know, kind of really. Um, getting down to the nitty gritty of those fundamentals mm-hmm. and um, doing some reteaching with them. And, you know, it's just different, like yeah. getting in high school. And that, that's that been a learning curve for me, too, because I'm so used to starting kids, mm-hmm. right? Like I start mm-hmm. them and I get them to a certain point. And then I'm like, go fly, little birdie, right? And now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm the one who's like got the bird. And I'm like, okay, so now where do we go? Um, yeah. But but I would say tone, um, you know, a lot of right-hand technique and setup is where we have been very focused. And I, I definitely am seeing and feeling the the change in that this year, that they're starting to kind of like, oh, you know, having some of those aha mm-hmm. moments and realizing like, oh, so that's that's how this should be. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I would say we are. And you're a you're a violinist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh so what are what are some of the uh I guess some of your philosophies on on selecting music or what do you what do you look for when you're selecting music for your groups well i mean the first thing i look for is is meeting especially like in the fall right like i want to meet them where they are um mm-hmm. and even maybe step down just a little bit just to kind of really solidify the things that we are trying to teach them mm-hmm. um and then i start looking at where we want them to be. So if we're, you know, really wanting to start doing some shifting or um, extensions, for example, in the cellos, um, then we start looking for some pieces that kind of start to bring that in as we're already teaching those techniques, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like, okay, we've been working on these things and now here's a piece that includes these things. Yeah, So yeah, yeah it's great yeah. to include that technique in there to reinforce and- um, Yeah. And then, uh, what's your what is? Do you have a daily regimen or daily uh, procedures? Things that things that you do every day. That yeah, you say, we like, do. Solid. I mean, tuning's probably important, but besides that, <laughs> maybe <laughs> might be kind of important. Um, I mean, it's pretty standard. They come in, um, they know what they need to do. They get ready. Um, we go through announcements. We use Google Slides uh, yep. in Canvas. If, I don't know how many use that. I love Google Slides. Yeah, um, I do too. I'm a huge I do too. Google and, and fan. The great thing Gosh. is that you can share those, you know. So um, I have yeah. a, a link uh, on my um, my link tree with uh, a, a, vis- a, a view only, you know, sharing mm-hmm. to my slides, and then I can hide the ones I don't want the kids to see or not yet or whatever. And right. they miss something. Like, what did I miss? I need the QR code for this, or I need this. I need the link for this go to the slides, go to the link tree. And they, I tell them that they have to bookmark the link tree at the beginning of the year as a, you know, as an yep. icon on their phone. And you can easily take a, 
any yeah. website and make a make a make a an icon, and then you yeah. always just go to the orchestra link tree. Boom, uh, you'll find everything that you need there, whether it's fundraising or the slides. Or I have a shared resources mm-hmm. folder with you know recording, mm-hmm. recordings in it and blah blah little worksheets and different things. So. Yeah, I love awesome. to link everything in there. I just link everything into my slides. You yep. know, there's announcements and everything else, but it's all linked in the slides. That's so right. the kid goes nowhere else except for that slide. Mm-hmm. They've got ev- access to everything they need. Yeah. Um, so we do announcements and then um, we go through our tuning procedures. We typically do uh, some sort of warm up, depending on what, what it is that we're focused on that day. Mm-hmm. And then we start working on our repertoire and yeah. we're a uh, block schedule. Which oh, is- okay. Yeah, been very different than junior high. And I actually, um, it, it can get a little bit rough in terms of the rotation of the day. So we have like blue day, gray day. Okay. And so because if we have like a Monday off, you know, sometimes there may be like several days before we see uh, certain yeah. kids again. So that can be complicated, but I don't even know how to teach in a 45 minute period anymore. I'll, I'll pop over to the junior high and like work with those kids. And I'm like, wait, we just tuned. I know that we're Why on a, we're on a traditional schedule. We're one of uh, three, uh, I think three or four high schools left in our County. That's traditional. And I just can't tell you 50, how fast 50, 55 minutes goes. It's like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. And so, um, yeah, but at the same time, um, mm-hmm. I would have a hard time having that every other day right. thing, you know, um, and you really have to plan, you know, and, and just make sure that you, uh, count all the days and that's all you get, you know, so you right. can't rely on every day. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, and there's several teachers in our County that actually have block schedule and they have their kids every day on the block schedule because the elective for some reason. And wow. so, yeah, they get 90 minutes every day. So that's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, and, uh, I get pretty envious sometimes of that time that they have, but it is. Yeah. So very cool. It's a little, uh-huh. it's a little rough on the freshmen, you know, like I, we do have to kind of, and you know, even the other groups too, but like symphony, like they can handle a little longer, but yeah. like the freshmen, we do have to kind of, you, you know, do, some, up do you do any around. like guided practice during that time where it's like, okay, you're going to practice and I'll come around and help you. Or do you guys, do you guys any, uh, implement that at all? Or, you know, I, I was really big on that in junior high. And that is something that I, that I really need to get back to because I really do like that. Um, but, but no, we have not been doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll usually do some brain breaks and, um, we do like to change up seating. So like sometimes if they know their music fairly well, we'll just have them move wherever, like sit in whatever section with whoever you want. And then, you know, we'll kind of go through some things and that usually livens them up because yeah, they have to really use their brain to break listen. That, break that monotony. Yeah. And it does help the listening. Like, Oh, I was like, how many of you, um, when, when we do, we do those on certain days, you know, like we're mm-hmm. getting after we have most of it down and we're just trying to like right. listen more. Like how right. many of you heard something today that you didn't hear when you're playing in your regular sections? And like almost everybody raises their hands like, yes, I didn't know the cellos did that when I was doing that, you know, so um, it's it's I a really that. great way of um, and, and it does mix up the the day to day, breaks the monotony mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and uh, I think it's great. So that's wonderful. That's a great strategy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Get some listening. Yeah. yeah. And so um, your uh, when is your state conference for Indiana? Um, like our IMEA. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's in January. Okay. Okay. And do you have a, yeah. is there a lot of strength things going on during your conference or? There are not a ton, but no. there are, um, a decent amount. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where we do our in Asta awards breakfast and we have okay. our all states. Um, oh, you the all state at the same time as the professional. Okay. 
Yeah. Same mm-hmm. time as a conference. Yeah, a lot of states do that. Yeah. That's great. All right. And then you're, um, are you planning to go to ASTA too then? In, I am. Uh, in, in March. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. going to be a really fun, uh, really fun trip and so many great sessions to keep seeing the the social media, yeah. the reels. They got a lot going on the social media now. So all the, all the sessions coming through of like, oh, that one looks good. That one looks good. And um, some new presenters too. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice and close for me this time too, which that's is, right. You know, not like- too bad. <laughs> Like yay, we can drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that helps. It it saves uh, saves some money and yeah, maybe absolutely. even some time depending on um, you know sometimes the airlines. I was like, I could have driven there in the same amount of time it took me to take me to fly there. Yes, you know, and certain <laughs> certain things. But um, well, that's great. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else that you're like, you know you're seeing in String Ed or um, things that you you know want to talk about or the things that you've been thinking <laughs> well, about. <clears throat> Um, just in string ed, you know, one thing I, um, you know, kind of like moving forward for myself, you know, I, 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 I worry like a lot of us do about, you know, the future of, of string education. And, um, I see less and less people going into the profession and, um, I take student teachers every year and I just really try to, you know, nurture and, and, you know, foster their passion and growth because it really, it's so important. And I just feel like we're kind of at that point where it is, it is um, dwindling a little bit. And we're seeing even some programs um, that are, are mm. being lost in uh, the colleg- at the collegiate level. There are some universities that have, you know, ditched their string, programs string, and it's like, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's, that is difficult to see. And yeah. uh, you know, I'm not sure like uh, the best way for us to advocate for our programs. I mean, I, I always talk about it's like, well, you're going to enjoy your break. Guess what? If you're in a certain position, certain profession, you're not going to get these breaks, you know? So I right. said, and, and I said, you don't realize right now, but when you are an adult and you have all these things going on in your life, the time, it's one of those things that is going to be ticking away and you're not going to have a lot of for yourself, right. or for your family or for whatever you decide to do. So I said, right. That's one of the one of the great things about the teaching profession is that you get that time. Now, some of us try, try to stay busy during that time, but it's uh, oh. but you still have it. And you have that flexibility, and in the summers too. And and, right. uh, and if you want to do a different profession or a side profession, you can still do that. You know, mm-hmm. we always talk about that. Yeah. And I said, um, you know, you, you just love music so much, and you have this dynamic about you that wants to help other people. I said you would be perfect for. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a talk about well, a and it's what you get job, back, right? Pardon? Yeah. It's what you get back from it too. Oh, you know, yeah. um, my, my husband is an engineer and, and he, he's a fantastic engineer, you know, and I, and I know <laughs> that <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> and I, I, but at the same time, I know that for him, um, some of that is, you know, pick him up, put him down. Like it's, it's just a job. Right. Yeah. And there is not always a lot of, you know, like, he does have certain projects and things that he works on that he's passionate about, but overall um, he does other things that are his passion, you know, on the side. Yeah. And I just like, I can't even imagine doing um, anything else, you know, like yeah. I have so much passion for what I'm doing and what I get back from it, you know, just seeing the kids succeed and have those aha moments. is like just worth anything and everything that I could be doing, yeah. you know, and, and the time that I put into it. And I think that sometimes, you know, um, the, like, future music educators don't always see that. So I do try, I take a student teacher every year and I really do try to offer for, you know, 
um, prospective student teachers to come in anytime, you know, you want to come in, you want to watch a rehearsal, you want to come in and observe for the day, yeah. you want to work with a couple kids, you know, like just to get them out and in it so that they can kind of see how that, yeah. you, know, you know, what this really looks like. Yeah. I mean, being an undergraduate, uh, sometimes you don't get to see that big picture and you're just working on your theory and you're practicing and you're doing orchestra and you have these other classes that you have to do, you know, for me, that's how I felt. I was like, oh, these other classes I just want to do. Um, right. But, um, and, and so sometimes you don't always, and you may not have that practicum experience um, that gets you into it and gets you seeing that, like what the, what the end results can really be for, you know, as an educator. And, um, and so it, it's sometimes hard to get those moments to like really inspire you. So um, yeah. Yeah. So the more that we can do uh, teachers that are in the profession working with um, those, those undergrads and, and um, f future undergrads, the better, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, because it yeah. is, it is a scary, it is a scary thing that, you know, uh, we would hate for what we do to disappear. You know? Right. And we all know that students are motivated by great educators. And uh, we also, it, I think it's important that we have teachers who um, can model and who can, who can demonstrate and, and do all those things uh, to help motivate our kids. So, yeah. 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 And I, that's one thing like coming to the end of my time as, you know, president um, for Anasta is thinking about, um, you know, that's one of the last things that I kind of want to want to do is to try to create more opportunities for our student teachers mm -hmm. um, and some of our prospective music educators, getting them into more classrooms and trying to work with the universities more to, so that they can have some of these real experiences, you know, and yeah. these genuine experiences and see what this is really like, because it's very different than on the page. Right. It is. It is. And, you know, uh, I, I think we hear, we hear so many stories from other people about, Oh, I'm not getting support here and I'm not getting this. And, and there are going to be, there are going to be scenarios where you're not getting supported or you don't maybe not getting along with your colleagues or you have parents who don't support you or, you know, uh, uh, facilities that are not adequate, you know? Um, and so yeah. the, that's some, those are some of the obstacles to get through, but um, you know, we also have to remember that there are lots of great places out there that will support you and, um, yeah. as a, as a teacher, you have options, you know, to, to find that place, you know, uh -huh. so it's, it's, it can be challenging, but at the same time, the rewards are, are totally 100% worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Heather, this is awesome. I'm so glad that you're able to be on. Um, <clears throat> and thanks for being our, our, one of our last guests of 2023. Uh, I'm honored. Great. great oh, it, it's all ours. Um, I will post your email if that's cool in the description of yeah. the video and in the podcast. So if any of you need, want to get a hold of Heather, uh, talk to her, ask questions, or have her yeah. um, you know come out to uh, conduct your honor group or whatever it might Love be, um, she's there. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful New Year's and um, great 2024. Yeah, thanks you too, Charles. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, so I think that's all. For now, um, I have uh, another guest coming on um, today, uh, Adrian Gordon. So you'll you, it might, might be before Heather's or after. I'm not sure, uh, but <laughs> we got uh, some great guests and uh, two uh, after the New Year as well. Before every, everybody goes back to school. So thanks again for being here, Heather, and we will see you all Thank next you. time on the Orchestra Teacher Podcast.
Thank you for tuning in. For resources and more information, visit orchestrateacher.net.